first of all, I want to say I'm excited to be here. Uh, I said before, and I'll say again, whenever I hear about impacts or anything that would lead me into sharing some stories, my story, and um, from experience and things I've learned in this journey of life. Hello and welcome to Obehi Podcast. I'm your host, Obehi Ewanfo, and I strongly believe that everyone has a story to share. Now let's get started with this episode. years I have spent so far, it gladdens me and you know, it just gives me so much excitement and I really, really want to express my sincere gratitude to you, Mr. Obedi. You're doing this, reaching out to people, ensuring that people get access to lots of information and learn stuff. And you know, the funny part is some people actually pay huge amounts of money to, to listen to this podcast to learn what is being said here and the fact that you go out of the way to reach out to you know reputable people and um, people that are skillful in what they're doing it's it's a thing to celebrate i celebrate you mr baby god bless you thank you so much for this opportunity um thank you yeah thank you um about me <laughs> i'd love to say i am the wazobi of nigeria because I was born in the West, grew up in the East, still in the East, Eastern part of Nigeria, and have little affiliation with the North. My grandma is from the North. So, yeah, Wazobia is it, you know. So, um, I'm from Anambra State, um, I studied law in prestigious university here in Anambra State, Nandazuku University, Oka, Anambra. And, um, yeah, I'm a content writer. I'm also a business connector. I'm passionate about business a lot. So yeah, that is more like the basic part of the whole thing. So that's lovely. Just, yeah, thank you. That's lovely. So you are really the Wazobia, no? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a bit about your background as you are growing up now and your young adolescent years. What do you remember of your of those years as you are growing up? Well, um, growing up, I was um, very curious about life. I was, um, I was ambitious, you know. I loved academics, education. I remember then, I would always, um, I would always study before time, like solve a lot of math questions my biology textbook, I was like prepared, you know, and my school then was very competitive. So a lot was expected from us, we couldn't afford to play around. So it was mostly like I was um, under a lot of pressure to deliver, you know, then that was from the academic side, the social side, um, I had friends we visit each other, play, talk about stuff, talk about our circles and what's going on. You know, I enjoy music. Um, my family was quite close. We just, just the four of us, I, my older brother, and my parents. So we just, you know, sometimes we would talk about stuff. Um, my dad would travel for business and come back later. So we spent most of the time with mom. You know, so 
I think our lives are just, I won't call it constrained, but it just revolves around the neighborhood, church, and home. So that's about that. It was as I went, because my space of school was in a federal government college. That's, I think that's a big deal in Nigeria. Should I say that? We, federal government colleges are like a big deal, actually, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, a lot of federal governments all around the country. Um, these are like, as the name implies, owned by the government. And um, so a lot is also expected of them. So going to a federal government college, and for the first time, a boarding school, I was exposed to more knowledge, more academic feats and achievements, you know, social life. I wouldn't really say I had a, sorry, an active social life. I was always, and then, well, by the grace of God, leadership position came. So I was a prep prefect, I was chapel prefect. I participated in competitions. I won a scholarship. I was in a dating club. I was in a press club. So I was always busy in quotes. So yeah, that was more like what my life was about. All right. So I said I, I, I also loved like the whole everything literature. I can remember very well that I loved science a lot. Like introduction technology was one of the subjects that is always one. I loved it. I loved biology. You know, in my SS1, I actually got the best biology, regardless of the fact that I was an art student. So I it was, I remember how difficult it was to choose between arts and science. <laughs> it was very difficult because I had passion for subjects like biology, technology, you know, but also I had conflicting passions because I also had passions for literature, the idea of reading novels. I read a lot of novels. Um, I Went through literally literary analysis over and over again. I read a lot of poems. Like I just had this passion. So I guess I just had to choose arts over science because of my love for literature. You know, at some That's point, actually, <laughs> at some point, I actually thought I was going to study um, English and literary studies or English and literature. You know, because of my love for literature. So, mm -hmm. That's great. So now you are connected to a different part of the country, from the west, from the to the north, to the east. Now, so can you tell me which part you actually grew up in? Uh, help me understand that part, and also the part that influenced you the more in terms of uh, culture. Uh, yeah. Wow. The east, <laughs> obviously, the east. I lived in Aba from 2003 to 2013. Then I finished my, I completed my senior secondary school education in um, Enugu. So that's like three years in Enugu. Then five years in Oka as a university student, a graduate in law. So, and irrespective of the fact that we, we had just recently moved to Calabar, I only spent maybe weekends or a week or just, and you know, the culture of Igbos, it was love to travel home for Christmas. It was, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Even those of them in the diaspora, every Christmas celebration, New Year's celebration, Easter celebration, they come back. You understand? So, from usually, um, like, so when the first semester begins, 
um, around November, December, that's Christmas period. Yeah, it's obviously Monday going back to Calabar. So my parents from there would come down for Christmas. So I would just join them from here. So you can see from this that largely like East, the East was like, you know, and it got to a point I even had to, it helped, going to Enugu helped my, my language. I got to learn Igbo very well, being Enugu and all that. So it gave me an edge. But then I, in my first year in university, um, usually everyone has to go through what we call general studies, GS 101. It's one one is English, one it's Igbo language, compulsory for everybody, regardless of facts, whether you are Igbo or not. As far as you're in university and a first year student, you have to go through general studies and Igbo language is part of it. So I use the opportunity to, because I love to teach also, I, I organize tutorials for students, you my friends. I was, I didn't, it was like free classes. I didn't monetize them. Something like that. I organize the classes. I just love to, you know, to share, to share your knowledge with the people. Yeah, actually. So, and I'm happy. I was so happy that a lot of them, passed their GST because most of the time, you see students even in their final years having carryovers from day one GST, Igbo language. So it was a challenge, and I in my little way, try to provide solutions. Since I had, you know, a background knowledge in Igbo language and my love for the literary part of it because usually first semester is a grammatical part of Igbo language. Let's move it to um, the content creation. How did it start with you? How did you get into uh, content creation? Because uh, there are people out there who want to get into content creation of, or maybe they already in need, they want to know how to how to be profitable or how to do it better. So tell me how you got started in it. Well, funny story. It was actually during the pandemic that I laid my hands on this skill, content writing. You know, you mentioned content, content creation. And at this point, I would love to, you know, there is actually a difference, you know, yeah, in the whole content and writing uh, niche and concept, there are different sub-concepts in them. You have content creation, you have content marketing, you have content writing, you have copywriting, you have SEO writing, you have post-writing, and uh, yeah, I think that's about a lot of it. So um, content creation generally is creating content. And this is where we find the difference between content marketing and content writing. You know, content marketing involves publishing, promoting, and creating content. So it could be any content. The videos, the um, skit makers, those that are online now, they are creating content. Videos are contents also, you understand? The content writing now is the planning, writing and editing of contents. So this is now, as the name implies, only. So that, you know, this is very important that we go out there and say, okay, I'm a content writer. Another person comes out and says, I'm a content marketer. You know, so these are two different things. So, but content marketing is the entire content creation. It could be video, it could be anything. While content writing is writing, publishing, writing and editing articles and blog posts. Meanwhile, 
it is not just limited to articles and blog posts, but we have audio, we have ebooks, we have um, newsletters, we have video scripts. Most of all the videos we watch on YouTube are people actually write it for them. And you know, those the the, the bloggers they read out the scripts. So the, the scripts are prepared by content writers so that I'm saying so that we won't um you know limit our minds only to writing for writing for blog and uh, websites. You know, that's not all that content about. So that being said, I was mentioning before that um I learned content writing funny enough during the pandemic. I just arrived home. Um, one of my, my writing mates, actually, his name is Bosco Mabu. He has a channel on YouTube where he uses writing videos. And so far, he has trained me and so many other persons. He put up a class, just a two weeks class. And I gave it my full concentration and participation. It wasn't easy. Network issues and all that, but I tried to find my way around it. Um, I learned in tweets. And after that, I will talk about this later, but let me just mention it. I was you know, scared of putting myself out there. I was always thinking, how uh, maybe I need to learn a course, maybe I need to buy a course, maybe I need to attend on that class. So my brother was like, hey, you just learned this thing. Put yourself out there and a content writer puts on your social media handles. I was like, okay, let me give this a try. And I did it. Amazingly, that one post, that one post got me my first employer, got me my first boss, my client. And I was shocked. Two months later, I think I learned this in April, 2020. In April, then by June, I had gotten a bigger contract. And one thing about writing is, as more you do, the more you get better. Actually, my life coach always say that, we, we are like wine, and wine gets better with time. And he also says that once you dedicate at least three months to a thing, then you would, you would master it and it will open for you, it will open up for you. So one of the things, I, I'm happy you, you are, you are, you know, bothered about Africa. You know, I would like to encourage people out there. You know, people might say, I tried to learn how to write. I don't, I'm not sure it's my thing. But they tried to learn they tried on once. People are out there sending in proposals for jobs, applying for jobs, getting a billion rejection emails, and they still go ahead to apply. So when you interview, there's a way. No matter the obstacles or whatever problems you think you are facing, just try to fight back against the wind. You will break through. So I was talking about um, the fact that you are burdened about Africa history and all that. I think there's something about Africa on your profile. And you know, the, the average African man, number one, loves quick money. Okay, not just the average African man, but people want something sharp, you know? So now we go back to what we were saying before about content creation. Uh, you were uh, uh, say that, that okay, there are different ways that people create content, which is really very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Now, what uh, part of the content um, sector are you mainly in? Are you into video creation or mainly into writing? So explain the part that you are mainly into. Mm, well, um, I'm into content writing. 
Yeah, content rights. Yeah, I was I mentioned earlier that content writing and content marketing are two different things because content marketing involves entire thing publishing, promoting of any content, video, audio, whatever. You know, but content writing is writing, editing, and preparing content. All right, so, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, please go. So I wanted to ask you, so in, in where you are in Oka, um, how is uh, the, the, the industry of content creation there? I mean, how much do people value it? How much, what is the importance of it uh, where you are, for example? Where I am right now, like, if not all of us, all of us are literally writers. You know, I mentioned to you how my coaching writing is like a guru, an authority in the whole industry. He has worked with a lot of clients and now he, he has niched down to uh, blockchain and crypto writing. But earlier, from year, every year he organizes free classes and I was tuned to be part of one of the classes in 2020. That was how my writing journey began. Though before that, I think uh, I used to write news content for um, one of the news sites, Opera. So I was preparing news content for After that, I got to know about the class and decided to participate in it. So all of us are writers. We are writers that are doing very well, very successful. And um, the goal is just to to know that there is a skill out there that can be the answer to your prayers and can make that statement. A lot of people are saying they don't know what to do. And I was saying something before about the average guy or lady looking for something easy, something quick. They want to make fast money. You know, they want to something that will just sell. And that is why there are a lot of scammers out there because they can always leech off people's greed and discontent, discontentment. So the, a young African guy or lady should first of all understand that there are no limitations, that your hands can actually be busy, that you could actually do something. I know how I started writing I job as I told you, just attended the class, they gave assignments, I did the assignments out. In the class, I wasn't even like the highest part, like, one of those that are doing well in code, but I would I try my best. I did the assignments, I followed through all the instructions and all that. And here I am, my God's grace, I have trained writers myself. Sometimes what I just do is pick up some persons that are really close to me, people I meet online. I get to know what's up with them, and some of them say that they have no money, they're trying to do something. They don't know what to do. I'm like, why don't learn writing? You are smart, you're intelligent, you can do this. Okay, how do we go about them? Okay, take these videos, watch them, send me your assignments. Only a lot of them will not even give feedback. They're like, mm, watching videos, learning courses, who wants to do that? So I'm, I'm, I have no time, I'm tired. Yeah, how much am I going to make from it? How many, what, what would they even pay me the word? Uh, what would I do with that? But we need to fight greed and laziness. We need to take it out of our head because. Yes, there are opportunities out there, opportunities to be financially free, to make impacts, to rule our world, literally. So let's take care of, let's be willing to work. 
let's be willing to learn. You know, I, I believe start from there. So the so the, the average African guy, like I said before, should be willing to work, willing to start from somewhere. And you know, most of the time, you never know how far these things will take you. You may just learn the right thing and eventually meet a client that would pay you your dream figure in code, but you have to pay that price to learn the entire thing. So that is uh, that is what I have to say. For now. Yeah, I find it very interesting what you're saying you now because uh, you see, now uh, in Nigeria, in Africa, okay, let's say in Nigeria in a specific case, uh, we say that the uh, the youth are do not have job to do, but uh, we forgot that this is a new economy now. This economy, nobody's going to give you job. You're going to have to give job to yourself. If that yes. is the case, the question is, what do you know how to do? Can you sing? Do you know that there are some people who love listening to songs? That makes you already, that means you already have something in your hand now. If you cannot mm-hmm. sing, can you paint? Do you know that there are some people who want to put paint in their house so you can just frame it? Somebody can even help you to frame it. That means that you already mm-hmm. have a product in your hands now. Yes. If, you cannot, if you cannot paint, can you write? Do you know that there are a lot of people who are looking for people to write for them? I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah please come in. <laughs> I I made a, a little research and I discovered that okay, I think from either hotspots or EHRFs, the statistics there shows that over 85 or 86 percent thereabout literally depend on content marketing for sales and for growth. So I know the, the world is becoming a global village. Businesses are springing up. People are registering their stuffs online. Every, the whole world is going online. Everyone knows that the online world, if I can use a term that is the end thing, is the big deal now. In a lot of people, and this is the reason why everyone now has to now has to um, prioritize having data or Wi-Fi. Everyone just cannot afford to not be on the net. The world has become a global village. So a wise youth would take this opportunity and equip him or herself with digital skills so that you would be properly positioned to earn, to network, and to have a better life. All right. Do we, can we say that there are, maybe there are some challenges for these people who want to um, go out of the rat race and start something for themselves? Do they have some challenges from maybe the one that you know, even looking at yourself, for example? What are some of these challenges? Mm, well, as funny as it may sound, you know, sometimes we think that one of the challenges, first of all, is ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. A lot of pe- people are not willing to give themselves that push. Not willing to, to pay the price, as I said. I will... Over, over, Always emphasize on this because once your mind is made up that you're going to learn this skill, that you're going to you're going to do this thing, nothing is going to stop you. Once he was writing, and at some point his um, computer, his laptop got spoiled. So it got spoiled, and you know what he did? He told his boss, "Okay, just give me um, some arrears of my salary." Let me get a laptop and then I would work to cover up whatever I took. Now, the average guy or lady would 
your phone has an issue. Oh my God, I don't have a phone. Oh my God, I, I don't have a laptop. I, I, I charge young ladies and guys that like, you don't actually need a laptop to write. I worked for a while on my phone, my Android, my Samsung Galaxy phone. I worked with it. I made money from it. I made money, like I made three times what the, the phone was bought at. So it's, it's all about determination. Nothing stops you when you are willing to work. When you have made up your mind, you could just take a loan. Okay, I need to get a phone, a phone. I need to fix my phone. My phone is 15,000 naira. Okay, can you uh, give me this? Or if I need to get a laptop, it's just maybe probably $200. Um, speak to your boss. Okay, let's do this. I will pay you. You pay me a rent and I will pay. I will work, you know, work back for the, for the money. So the first thing there is your mind. You don't have any challenges if you want to go into writing. Once, how many, I, uh, there are about how billions of young teenagers out there, as young as those in, in high school, they already have a phone. They're already taking pictures, posting on Instagram, doing it for the gram, posting on Facebook, posting on IMO, on Tinder, you know? So that same phone, that they use for their social media life and you know, January, they could use it also to end. But people we are looking at two limitations. The first is that people want to make quick cash and people are not content. So until we solve these issues then, but at the flip side, there are actually those who are passionate about this, they want to learn how to write. Okay, if you give them a laptop now, they are set to work. If you give them a phone now, they are going to make money, they'll put their minds to it. Yeah, so those could be one of the little challenges, funds, money to them, the entire network thing, power. So people stay in areas where there is no power supply. So, and you know, most of these things, like um, people who write usually uh, make use of um, Google Doc app to write and most of the time Google Doc for you to use it, you'd have to be online using it so that your data and everything you're writing will be saved. So people may complain of power supply like in certain like in Nigeria. Okay, but for those in the diaspora, those all around the world listening to us right now, you don't have an excuse. Just dedicate a few hours to videos, to courses online. Finish them. It's boring. Look to look, watch a video and see a man saying a lot of things about how to write, how to include headings, how to write good titles, how to do keyword research, how to do SEO research, and all that. You know, people will prefer watching a movie, going to the cinema, taking a bucket of ice cream to that. So it's all about discipline. I want to do this. I really want to make money. And then one of the things that should inspire a youth to make this money is for those around you. Come on, there are so many projects to do, so many people out there to help. There are more pressing issues in life. There are family to take care of. It's, it's not wrong if you, are a, if you are a young billionaire or a young millionaire. It's not wrong and it's not bad at all. It's, it's, it's legit. So, and this also, it, it just pains me a lot because now we hear about, okay, scammers, Yahoo in quotes and all that, all because of discontentment, indiscipline, and, you know, wanting to make money. So there are no challenges at all. Put your mind to it. Try your best to reach out to someone. And yes, that is another thing. Let me just quickly add this. You know, 
I saw a video about a a a a, a, success, a very successful sales rep or sales marketer or something like that, and he was saying that one of the things this um, generation has missed is is asking and reaching out for help. You know, some of the the youths of these, you know, the 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 average or African man, his ego, his his pride, and that is why, like, my mentor says, says that when he walks with foreign clients, he'll be like, okay, my name is Mark. He's like, oh, Samar, Miss Mark, and he's like, no, that my well here in Nigeria, like, okay, my name is Mark. Like, ah, no. Holy sad star, don't you respect for me? <laughs> you know? so, so that is one thing. That thing will change in your African youth is pride and ego. Sometimes you, you just want, sometimes your, your humility and weakness just be the, 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 the key that unlocks you to your destiny. So sometimes you need to sit down and learn reach out to people okay hello um um mark your cousin or your 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 niece or nephew um i, I really need to i i i suddenly got passionate about writing about graphic designing about programming and they said it would cost me about 50 dollars to get in the train and the person that is teaching this is a is a reputable highly you know respect person in the field could i get dollars probably as a loan i would work and pay you back in three months that fifty dollars would literally you could use invest that in yourself and end making thousands of dollars from that school. But how would you do it when you say, ah, if I reach out, I would, I would seem beggarly. Um, people would pity me. I don't want anybody to see. Who is pitying you? So many pro, uh, uh, prominent and you know dignitaries, individuals in quotes out there, made it to the top because they had help from here there. That is the truth we don't talk about. And that is what the young ones need to know. Most of the persons we celebrate today have people who helped them to the top. Have people, even some of these companies are well, they had to at some point take a loan from them, which they paid and cleared off. You know, they had people who helped them at some point, they had partners who believed in them. So, but if I just shut up, you know, shut everything in and stayed maybe in a closet, isolated themselves, oh, nobody cares about me, or oh, I can't reach out to people, I don't want to give a false thing. So I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do that. You would wallow, you would wallow in mediocrity and in, you know, I don't, I don't really know what to say about it's going to be so bad for you. But if you learn to just, you know, speak up, this is what I want to do. Could you sponsor? Could you loan me this cash? I promise you, could you find it and get back to you as soon as possible? So, yeah. Yeah, thank you for that. All right, now looking at uh, maybe people who want to get started uh, in this content creation, uh, say maybe in writing, and yet they don't know uh, what to do, they don't know how to get started. Uh, what do you want to uh, say about the basis of how to get started in writing? What do you need to know? How do you need to get started? Writing, it does not. First, what you would first do is in your mind, just accept in your mind that this is not a big deal. And another thing that you should accept and tell yourself is that um, you don't, I've said it before, you don't need a laptop, it's a mobile phone, you can go about it. 
And um, another important thing to me is that when we say contracting, writing articles, blog posts, SEO, ghostwriting, ghostwriting is like a situation whereby you are writing an article but your name will not be published. So most of the articles we see on various websites, for example, you search uh, top five phones, top five Samsung phones of 2022. You would see um, at many articles on the front page, on the home page of Google. Many, the first one obviously is the one that ranks high because of keywords and moves SEO best practices. So you would notice most of all those articles, you would see, you just see that maybe it's Samsung's website, Samsung, their company posting it there. But it was actually written by someone, by people like us and whoever was on board. So your name won't be out there. So that's what ghostwriting is all about. Understand. So why I'm explaining this writing concept is because when you say content writing, people are like, I can write. It's, it's just, it's, I, I believe it's just to, I can write a story. I can probably just scribble something down. No, no, no. That's why it's called a skill. You need to learn your, how to do proper research, how to include keywords, how the formatting. That is, that is why I mentioned I, I those three core core steps in content writing, preparing, writing, and editing of content. So after you've prepared by research, you now write, could be 500 word article, 300 word article, 400 word article, 1,000 words, 5,000 words, 2,000 words, 10,000 words, as many as you write them, then the editing, your headings, I don't think all headings, called heading one, heading two, how to put in hyperlinks, how to, um, how to number properly, you know, some people, some persons who just write an article and write one. Okay, these are the various, um, I am, these are the top five Samsung phones. So, number one, Samsung uh, Galaxy Ultra, some, 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 etc., etc. Et number two, no, and one of the standard ways of numbering items is using the hashtag. Hashtag one, full stop, then space and the phone or whatever item you want um, number. You know, then um, while you may ask, how do I start doing all these? What what is what are headings? How do I what are keywords and all that? That is why we have apps like Google Doc. Google Doc is like the standard app most of us, most content writers used to write. Why? Because you can easily share the link. Because you can um, you can you can share the link. You can include hyperlinks. Hyperlinks is, you know, when you are, when you're in an article, you would see, for example, on the top five Samsung phones, you see the introduction could be over 2 billion, according to statistics, 2 billion persons or people use Samsung phones currently. And you know that that, according to statistics, 2 billion people has, is, it has some, a different color from the, the general color, text color. So that's what they did there was to include the hyperlink of where the classics from. What do you like most about content writing? I mean, when you write for client, what is the part of it that you enjoy the more? Well, I enjoy the fact that, um, you know, I'm helping this brand. Like the fact that this brand's visibility is is a bit yeah a bit dependent on what I'm doing. The fact that I am giving a voice 
to this product, this service. I'm bringing more visibility to this blog. I am helping someone out there understand more about this product or this service or this app. Because I remember when I, I wrote on, I wrote about 100, I would say up to 100 articles. They came in batches 30, 30. Uh, up to 100 articles on various SAAS, it's called um, um, software, software. So I was like, the fact that, okay, someone is going to read this. And okay, there was them I wrote on streaming websites. Like, okay, the fact that, okay, someone, someone, wants, to, someone wants to watch a movie and wants to check out, okay, which app is best or which website is best to stream free movies, to stream movies online. And this person is going to read my work and is going to say, okay, this sounds very convincing. Okay, wow, let me check out this website. You know, so the fact that I, it just gave me this sense of purpose that I am doing something, I am adding value to a, a company, I am giving visibility to a, a brand. You know, I am helping this brand get more customers. And okay, I was going to talk about that later, but you know, at the beginning I mentioned I am also a business connector. So on my website, there's something I wrote about the fact that the fact that growing up and even when I was in the university as an undergraduate in law, I always had passion and enthusiasm for business, you know, and I always loved what I mainly do is connect clients to owner. So I could just, okay, see someone that has this service. Okay, someone that um, maybe sells male and female accessories. And I call my friends and friends say, oh, I need someone that sells male and female accessories. I'm like, okay, look no further. I have this person and I recommend. I know that is almost like affiliate marketing, you know, in quotes and all that. And what, what people do is, you know, earn commissions from it. But I did this for years without asking for commissions, literally, because it just gave me this joy that, okay, this person's business is doing well because of me. This person told me about his business and I spread it out there. I gave him disability, I got customers, he made sales, he, he, he grew in his business. I'm, I'm just happy that I, I was a part, a great part of his, his output and results, you know? So when I now learned writing, I now, like, I had to, I, I connected the whole thing. Oh, I, I loved to, you know, preach the good news about people's businesses and get them clients. And now here I am writing content for businesses and, you know, doing the same thing I used to do with my mouth, with my hands. That is powerful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is energy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I am a part of someone's story. You know, we're talking about everybody having a story, but you know, being part of someone's success story is is, is a big deal, is strong, you understand? So being part of a company's success story, okay, they have this content, right, that would deliver supplies content, that converts, that brings a lot of traffic to their site, that get them a lot of, you know, results and all that. So that's the goal. So sometimes people just, and aside that, you know, one thing I would also tell, you know, potential writers out there is stand out, be unique, because trust me, at the point, it would seem like the market is saturated. Everyone is talking about, at the time I learned, I knew about content writing, it wasn't as, you know, popular as it is right now. Now everyone is talking content writing, everybody's talking, everyone is talking freelancing, everybody wants to be a writer. 
you know, so it seems like the market is getting saturated, although I believe it's, I don't think it's good ever, but it, it's possible that people could, you know, really, really go into damage. So it's important that you stand out as a writer. There's so many writers out there, and writers are still in demand. But then it's important that you, you are different. What makes you different? Your content, how, what qualities do they have? Do you just, okay, because what people do most times is to use fluff words. They just maybe exaggerate the entire sentence. They just maybe mention a word about two or three times, use all these prepositions and, and adjectives just to, you know, make the word count up to, you understand? But a good, a good, a credible, prolific writer would make proper research on what he has research and what he has gotten from his research. Only it's, you know, there's time I wrote, there's one time I wrote an article, uh, a legal article, as a lawyer, I write legal articles also. I, I was writing about, I think, um, burglary and larceny. I was like just differentiating it. And in that article, I, I had to watch YouTube videos for a 500 or 1,000 word article. I watched, took my time to watch YouTube videos. I sat down, imagined it in my mind. Okay, so this is what this is. Breaking into someone's house and taking stuff. Breaking into someone's house in the night. Okay, so this is what it looks like. Okay, but someone would just, a, a, a shallow writer would just go to Google um, okay, what's the difference between burglary, um, um, burglary and larceny? They would maybe see the, the results on the homepage, the search results, search engine uh, results pages, and just maybe copy and paste something. Let me just quickly paraphrase it because that's what actually happens right now. So to stand out, you definitely, you cannot definitely be one of those that will just go and copy, copy and paste or copy something, paraphrase it just to avoid plagiarism. Meanwhile, plagiarism is like taking someone's work, like copying and pasting someone what is already there. If you check it on editing tools like Grammarly, Copyscape, Hemingway and all that, you see plagiarism. So another thing you should do as a writer is for your article, your content to be original. If they are full of plagiarized stuff, it would go, it wouldn't really be bad. It would it taints your reputation as a writer and people won't hire you. So to avoid plagiarism and to have quality content, if you are given a topic, it's not bad to even take out time, maybe take a walk. If you are writing about pets, take a walk, go to your neighbor. Okay, let me spend like 30 minutes with you. Let me just study your dog and see what he behaves like when he's angry. Is he sick? Let me just, can you just tell me what's you? It's not bad at all. That is what makes writers out there stand out. When you're reading the article, they're like, yes, it's true. You would, you know, relate to what they're writing. But if all you are planning to do is to just research, copy and paste and paraphrase, that won't end well at all. So that's it. And imagine that uh, in the example that you gave now, uh, a freelancer is asked to write an article about a dog, and he, mm -hmm. he or she managed to go to meet uh, a physical dog, or maybe the dog owner, and have an interaction. And maybe in mm -hmm. the story, she ejects in that interaction that they had. That is a different mm -hmm. story altogether. They make it more mm -hmm. human. Do you realize how people, you know, you want to need to reach out again for jobs. So maybe you write this as a sample and just send. People would rush to hire because everyone is looking for that originality. That's because when you see a fake, you know. 
when you just see something that was just copied from the internet, from Google, everyone goes to Google, just copy. And another thing I would tell potential writers out there is when you're writing your articles, avoid.com websites, normal websites, because sometimes you would mistakenly use the competitor's website. For example, you might be writing for a for a pet for a pet uh, blog or pet website, and they ask you, okay, write five ways five ways to know your dog is happy or five ways to keep your dog happy always and they're like okay you want to start by saying that um um the happiness of dogs cannot be overemphasized because because dogs are like man's best friend and over the years dogs have met the needs met about 80 percent needs of man and maybe that's over the years they have met 80% needs of man. It's like that's statistics, obviously. And you know, they are another pet's blog. Do you understand what I'm saying? And you now add it as a hyperlink to that sentence. You are saying that whoever is reading that article is reading your clients as well as the blog that gave you the contract. And in that article, is seeing another uh, pet's blog website do you understand what i'm saying so instead of instead of using maybe a link an external link of a, a competitor like that as your client owns a, a pet blog and you are bringing in information from another um, blog that writes about pets and putting that that's your client's article it doesn't make sense the writer is wrong so so if you want to include links in your article it's best you go to all these government websites where they have records or like statistics like uh, statistics. Or, or even proper statistics that are studied there are a lot of documents out there that are not necessarily the competitor because of course if you are if you are selling the competitor there then, meaning that of course people are coming to your website or the website of your claim and they are bouncing out to, to the competitor and that is not you know it's not a good sign it's not a good sign mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, now uh, tell me shortly what is the role of SEO research about the article that you are writing? Uh, what is the role of SEO in all this? And um, okay, SEO and research. Okay, SEO is what SEO means search engine optimization. So it's just all about in layman's words making what article rank of people and any other relevance so google is like our number one so that's it so how it works is um most of the time with keywords sometimes you would have to search out these keywords yourself there are tools like software seo I think same rush only same rush is there but software seo you search for keyword um, that you look for you know, keywords and other stuff that would you know make the article so that when someone comes to search top five best i use this example before top five best samsung phones 2022 if they have the first article there whether we like it or not is the article that met all the seo requirements both the keywords in the everything about the article Maybe the keywords they use words or they just applied some practices. It's called SEO best practices that would, you know, make that article run. So, but the unfortunate thing is that now in a bid to just make an article rank, 
or whoever wants the article to be number one on Google. So sometimes people don't really, as, as I said before, put that originality, put that work. You understand? So that is what then research. I, I, I think I, I already answered this question when I was speaking about the explanation earlier about research. It is not just about going on Google and typing the topic you are given to write on and now copying and pasting, turning it upside down, changing the sentence format, just for it to look different. And then that's all, you know. Make proper research. Sometimes include graphs, include a pie chart. If they are talking about, okay, like I was saying right now about um, um, burglary and lastly, different. At some point, we had to include a pie chart showing where burglary takes, where people, where the crime, the offense of burglary is more um, prevalent in the US. We took a study. So sometimes you have to go in depth, like bring out all there is to know about that topic. Don't rush, you know, don't be under pressure to meet up with the word count. Oh, yeah, I, I'm writing, I'm writing 1,000 words and I'm only supposed to pay 200 dollars for that. If I'm writing 1,500 words or 1,200 words, I have like 200 words short of what I'm supposed to end. No, that is that is a very shallow way to think. You need to I remember when I wrote an article for an event planning a wedding stuff. So I um I kept I just I forgot at the point I forgot about the word counts. I just made sure I exhausted everything she wanted to, you know, learn. She will not learn everything she wanted that article to contain. And I mean, she put what was said was one thousand words for about, but I ended up writing about 1,700 words or thereabouts. And I was like, no, I have to exhaust your readers. They need to read this and know all there is to know. So write without holding back, make research. Even if it will take you watching a YouTube video, playing like, I wrote about the League of Legends game. I wrote about Among Us, a, one of those popular um, games, epic games. And some of these games, we have even some of the apps, I remember when I wrote on Africa, what was the app again? And um, oh, one of these apps, we literally had to play that game. We literally had to use those apps. So I remember now, so I remember we come, okay, okay, how to use Zoom? Okay, Zoom is one of, you know, the world is becoming a virtual place, a global, a global village. Everyone wants to connect online. And due to the recent pandemic, um, it was quite difficult to, you know, um, meet someone have physical meetings, offline meetings. So Zoom is one of the ways where, um, uh, it's one of the apps that makes this easier. Okay, with Zoom, you can connect to anyone around the world. You can have meetings without um, running through the traffic. Um, this is my introduction now with the article in writing about Zoom. So I'm like, okay, yeah. So in this article, we're going to look at Zoom, its features, how to use it, and so many other things. Okay, let's go. Um, now we looked at the, the importance of Zoom and its significance. Now let's look at the features. Number one, it has this. Number two, it's, it's free, it's easy to use. Just log in, um, come, come on board, put your name. Um, so if, as, as, a, as a host, you could prepare a link by this, this, this. Then how to use, you can see when you, when you, when you open the app, you would see it by the left, left and right side, you would see a, 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 a you would see a, an icon with join, join meeting. Although I'm just giving a rough example, but by the time you break these things down and explain this Zoom, somebody will read it and go and download Zoom and start using Zoom. I don't That's know if you are with me. Yes. So, so, 
you go on Google, type Zoom, and copy and paste what's written there. Zoom is one of the apps, it's an app for video meeting. In this article, it's also features one, it can be downloaded on Play Store. So just find things that have no emotion, have no originality, just write anyhow how to use, you may just end up leaving it blank. So, okay, then, then uh, the, 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 the standard one I was giving was, hey, after writing the features, writing how to use, when you come up, when you open the app, you will see this, if you want to post, click this, click that. If you are invited, simply click on the link, it can open in your browser, or if you have the app, which I advise you to have the apps better than using the browser. You know, you are writing to the person as if you are giving an advice, as if you have the person's best interest at heart. Do you understand? So it's good that way. Then after writing that, you write the pros and cons. Pros, Zoom is an amazing app. Because of Zoom, we can have meetings, we can do this, you don't need to, this is user-friendly, you don't need to go and search, on over the internet just to know how to use it. It's user friendly, you can, it's self explanatory. Cons, well, it uses a lot of data sometimes, and meetings aren't usually, you can't have like a one hour straight, you have to call at some point. And, but the good thing is that you could you create another link and continue from where you stopped. You see, you are explaining things, but at the same time, making the best services. Then after this, you now say, okay, final thoughts or conclusion. Um, now you know all there is to know about Zoom. Your next meeting will be more, your next virtual meeting will make more sense if you use Zoom. Download and enjoy Zoom today. Wow. wow. <laughs> That's great. These things that we see online that keep us glued to the screen of our phones. It's powerful content, it's quality content, it's rich content that people can relate to. So, as a writer, even if it takes you two days, do your research. And another thing is, is the flowing, you know, flowing in when you are writing. When I say writing, I used to be a, a bit rigid because I used to see it as article, as one write-up, like a project. So I was always being official. I was, you know, holding back. But at some point, I was like, no, this is just like me explaining something. So just like me calling my junior brother. Okay, do you want to learn how to use this bicycle? Okay, how to use maybe okay, let me do you, do you want to learn how to drive a car? Okay, how to use um 2022 limited edition high Toyota Highlander. Okay, so first of all, um remember it's it's important to always have your seatbelt on when driving. It's always important to check your brakes, check the fuel. You you are just when you're right to think it as though you are explaining something to your junior brother or to your friend or to your grandma or to your parents. Don't remove that idea. Oh, I'm writing, I'm writing an article, I'm writing a project. Hey, I need to be, oh my god, I'm I I I, I don't want to. Oh, I'm, I don't want to mess this up. I'm, I need to be on my toes. No, just relax and flow as if you are having a conversation. It will make it easier. And as you're doing that, you become more creative, more points begin to come in. Do you understand? So Thank you so yeah. much for that. Just just relax. That's the important part of it. Yeah. Just relax yeah. and flow. <laughs> All right. How will someone connect with you? This is very important for me. At least I want you to say yourself set your business down and um, people want to connect with you how would they get to know you uh just quickly do that please go ahead 
Oh, okay. Okay, you're coming with me via my, my LinkedIn page. Is it free France? Francis is free on LinkedIn. Facebook Trend Francis is free. My website, my website is wendisconnect.com. I send that to you in my bio. So wendisconnect.com. It's yeah, my my in my Gmail is um Francis or Francis Xwork at gmail.com. So you could just reach out to me and let's talk. Thank you so much yeah. for the for the conversation. I really enjoy it. Thank wow, you. this was very awesome. Mr. Obey, God bless you. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you subscribe so you never miss any of our future episodes. Rate and review Obey podcast and share with your friends who might need it. I remain Obey Ewanfo. Thank you so much for listening and talk to you in the next episode.